this is Christy. And I'm Keegan. And this is the Mastering Nun podcast. Today, we're going to learn a little bit about Keegan's birthday. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, uh, today's your birthday, isn't it? Yeah, 16. Oh, man. Going to get your license soon, or are you just going to let me drive you around forever? I'm getting my license. My license test is in a week and a half or so. Okay, okay. We'll have to update everyone to see if you pass it on the first try. Okay, just kidding. Today we are learning a little bit about the planets. So, Keegan, how do you remember the names of all the planets? I kind of just guess, but for the first couple, I know there's a little bit of a song. It's like Mercury and Venus, Earth and Mars, all of the planets around the stars, Jupiter and Saturn. Then I don't know the course for that one, and then Uranus and Neptune. <laughs> and Pluto does not count, too. Okay, that's what I was going to ask next. Does Pluto count? Um, I don't think it should count. It's too little. It's. Guess I should turn off my ringtone. Uh, it's not really a, a planet. It's it's a dwarf. Well, when I was growing up, it was a planet. So I still like to give a shout out to it. And I do have a little special fun fact about it later on in the podcast. Um, the way I remember the pod, uh, the planet names is this mnemonic. My very excited mother just served us noodles. That would be ending at Neptune. So again, it's just the first letter of each word is the first letter of each planet. You already listed the planets. Um, but yeah, that's how I remember them. The reason we are covering the planets today of all days, the reason it is so important to talk about this on March 28th. Wait, 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 wait. I saw this on Instagram. You want to know what it is, guys? Ed, please don't say your birthday. No, 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 no. If you look outside, I don't know, like, you can't just look outside. It's just within a 50-degree sector or so. Not exactly. Don't bring out, like, a protractor or something and be like, well, technically it was a 51-degree sector. Um, You can see five planets, which the likes of which I do not know. All right. Well, that profound statement, quoting Instagram, how about I let everybody know what's actually happening? Wait, what? <laughs> so you were right about the five planets. The five, uh, the, the five planets that you could see with the naked eye will be in conjunction with the moon. That means they will all be in line with the moon. The best time to see this is within an hour after sundown. You need the night sky to be a little dark, but if you wait too long, then some of the planets will have already set. So you want to go up to an hour after sundown. And the actual window is between March 25th and March 30th. But the 20th, the 28th tonight is the best day to see it. And so um, those five planets that we can see without a telescope are... Mercury. Okay. Venus. Mm -hmm. Please don't say Earth. Earth. <laughs> uh, Mars. Okay, two more. Jupiter. Mm -hmm. And Uranus. Saturn. The what? Saturn. It comes next after Jupiter. You even just sang the song. Yeah, but I thought I skipped Saturn. Nope. Um, so it's the the five closest to Earth that we can see with a, the naked eye. He's uh, fact-checking me on Instagram right now. The best place to fact-check your mom. Okay, so while Keegan is fact-checking that, I just want to talk a little bit about the history of our solar system. Oh, you said with the naked eye? I did. No, oh, because I said you will need binoculars to see Uranus. Yes. That is true. All right. So the first five planets are, there's no real uh, when were they discovered kind of date because 
you can see them with the naked eye. So since there's been people, yeah, we're always discovered. Yeah, since people have been looking at the sky, they've since seen Uba those. Even if has this come up recently? Oh, in the agricultural, I'm like, you've said that phrase before. <laughs> um, so Babylonian astronomers had a very geocentric view of the universe. So Keegan, enlighten us. What do you think geocentric means? Oh, the universe revolves around them. And that they're, they are, the, the earth is the center of the universe. Yep, geo for earth and centric for center. So the Babylonian <laughs> astronomers felt that the earth was is Babylonian on. Uh, you know what I'm saying. Okay, your dad jokes are getting a little bad today. <laughs> um, So the Babylonian astronomers thought that the earth was at the center and that those five planets revolved around us. They gave them Roman names. Uh, they named them after gods and goddesses, like Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn. Wait, wait. So did they know about the sun? Well, I believe they could see the sun, yes. Well, um, obviously they could see the sun, but what did they think about it? They thought that the sun also revolved around Earth. Because it went, mm -hmm. in, their opinion, down, the soon, yeah, the, in their opinion, the, the sun moved and Earth stayed the same. All right, so Copernicus had one of the first widely um, suggested heliocentric models. Heliocentric puts the sun at the center mm -hmm. of the, the universe, or at least in, in our rotation. And that was in 1543. But he was not the first person to suggest this. Oh, Galileo, 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 Galileo. Cute song. That was actually later on. But um, about a thousand years before Copernicus, we had some Pythagoreans. Mm, they, did they make the theorem well they certainly worshiped the dude that did you know we could actually have a whole talk about pythagoras and his followers and how they they actually died um, yeah it's actually a square plus b square equals c square it did and so a couple of pythagoreans believed that the sun was actually you know we revolved around the sun that was around 500 the year 500 so that was a full thousand years before uh before who was i talking about copernicus okay but one flaw in what copernicus was saying was that he thought that the planets traveled in circles so he thought it was concentric circles uh, and... with the sun at the the middle yeah all right so then a lot happened in a few years like you know 40 years later tico brahe's out there talking about some sort of geoheliocentric what so somehow everybody's the center <laughs> So the sun and the moon revolve around the earth, but then everything else revolves around the sun. So he actually had kind of two little circles going on. So he got that. Oh. He, he put the earth in the middle of the sun and the moon, but then all the rest of the planets revolving around the sun as in 1587. And then we have Kepler and the ellipses. So we don't have the circle model anymore. We get the ellipses going in and then Rene Descartes chimes in and then Newton chimes in. And finally, Monsieur Galileo. Galileo, Galileo. He actually invented the telescope. You know that? I, uh... He took a kid's toy and he made it a little more powerful. And so then all of a sudden he pointed it to the night sky and we could see a lot more. Stuff Why is the first thing you thought of when you make a kid's toy stronger? Pointing at the sky. I don't know. He, I mean, have you ever had a toy? Toy was pointed at everything. And then you're like, wait a second. 
um so actually galileo was excommunicated from the catholic church over all this yeah saying that the earth was not the center of the universe yeah in fact it wasn't until 1758 that the catholic church dropped their ban of the they banned it they said that you couldn't have um the sun in the center of the universe and if you were believing that you were excommunicated one of my favorite quotes from Galileo says, the Bible shows us the way to go to heaven, not the way the heavens go. So he was a Were first. Were you there when he uh, said that? Yes, I was alive in the 1500s, Keegan. Mm. Comical. I, I fell off my dinosaur last time I heard that joke. Shout out to my mom. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the reason I like that quote is it really shows the separation between religion and science. And he's saying, I believe in the Bible and that shows us how to get to heaven. However, the Bible does not describe what is happening with our planets. Nope. So I really like that um, quote right there. Okay, so that leads us to the three planets that do have official discoverers. So we have Uranus, which Sir William Herschel discovered in 1781 so we're now looking wait wait so galileo saw that there was something out there but he didn't discover the next planet that is correct so he just was like there's something out there but i'm too lazy to uh find out what it is well i mean the sky is pretty big yeah but let's just say you cover a portion of it every night but the planets move did, so you could be searching. How did I just fall into that trap? <laughs> you could be searching the night sky for the whole your whole life and a oh, little bit behind the planet. Uh, so that was actually after the Catholic Church dropped their ban of the heliocentric Wait, universe. And you're bound to find one of them because I know one of them goes counterclockwise. I just don't yeah. know which one it is. There's Venus, and we already found it. Of course it was. <laughs> okay, so the next up we have Neptune which was found by John Couch Adams in 1846. That was almost 100 years later until we found Neptune. The second president of the United States, really? I literally included his middle name so that you would not think it was either the second <laughs> or fourth president yeah. of the United States. He was English. But this was after the United States was founded. So, All right. And finally, our friend Pluto. Okay, are you ready? This is the, the news I was planning on surprising you with. Are you ready? What? Okay. So it, do you know anything about Pluto and it being founded? No. Am I, just, I building it up too much? Is this not going to be very exciting? I know that it's really a little. Okay. Um, it was founded, or not founded, it was discovered by Clyde Tombaugh mm-hmm. in 1930. Yeah. At the Lowell Observatory. <laughs> LOL. No. That's L- the observatory that we went in Hollywood. No. <laughs> it's, in, it's in Flagstaff, Arizona, NAU. Ooh. That's where his brother's going to school. That's why I thought he might be slightly more excited than I didn't know he's going to pull that LOL joke. Come on, you had to assume that. <laughs> I did because I know how it's spelled. So I didn't even think it was going to be lol. I've never even been to Flagstaff. I know, but it's just exciting that that's where it was discovered. In fact, they just recently, well, three years ago now, had the 90th anniversary of it being founded. It's a big deal there. Whoa. We're going to go there in a few weeks, so you'll have to be on the lookout for Pluto while you're there. Mm. I feel like if anywhere to say that Pluto's not a planet, probably Don't downtown Flagstaff is not the place to say it. When did they get reversed in, like, 2000? Wait, let me guess here. 
Well, I don't know that I have that offhand. Okay, so when was Pluto 15? Not a planet. What? I thought I was in third grade. Apparently I was 2006, so a whole year before you were born. The IAU, the International Astronomical Union, downgraded the status of Pluto to that of a dwarf planet. Then why was it such a big deal when I was in third grade? Oh, because this whole like planet X thing. Yeah, I don't know what happened when you were in third grade. Maybe you learned about the planets in third grade. Oh, planet X, because planet... X means t- the tenth planet. How am I, I, I just putting all this to you? <laughs> uh, it's a hypothetical. What gr- what year? Has planet X been found? It hasn't been found, so how could it be a year? Yeah, but what year did it get big? Like what year did this? Planet X popular in what year? Um, yeah, with I don't think two thousand five. Goodness gracious. Something happened when I was in third grade. All right, so the moral of the story is there's eight planets. We're on one of them. You can see five of them with the naked eye. Mm-hmm. And Pluto's a dwarf planet. And tonight is the night you want to get out. Go look an hour after sundown. Well, up to an hour after sundown. If you get there past an hour, you're going to be too late. And I wanted to see where the best place to view this is because sometimes like with an ellipse um you can't always see it in every location and i know some people out there might be listening from somewhere that's not in america however shout out to all our non-american viewers out there they're probably not viewing us they're probably listening however the article i read said anywhere that you can see the sun you can see this conjunction in the night sky so get out there tonight it's the sun at night Get out there tonight as soon as the sun sets and go check out those five planets. And then after you see it, shoot us a picture. We are on Instagram at mastering.none. So you could go ahead and follow us there. You know that's right. DM us a picture and we can post it up for on our story. Um, We'll try to get a picture of it tonight, but I don't know that our cameras are that skilled to be getting pictures of that. And then um, anything else you want to? Look at that. Yeah, there's an ad about a camera. It was already there. It did not just pop up because I said camera. Keegan, is there anything else you'd like to add about planets or proving to the world that you are an obnoxious 16-year-old today? Nope. All righty then. We will. Oh. I know what I was going to say. Leave us five-star reviews. Love us or hate us on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Spotify. Give us those five-star reviews so we can be out there and more people can hear of us. All right. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye.